This is Fast Bible Teacher, a brief daily nugget of fresh Bible goodness from me, Pastor Frank Delala of the Savior Community Church in Rockland County, New York. Picking up where we left off, we saw that these are grumblers, malcontents, following their own desires. They are loudmouth boasters, showing favoritism to gain advantage. And of course, we're looking at Jude verse 16. That's what I just read. So we were looking at how this word grumblers uh, paired with malcontents. But this word grumblers, is, is it doesn't just speak of someone who's dissatisfied, but it's a sort of rebellious faithless, unbelieving dissatisfaction against the Lord. And so it's used in John chapter 6 to describe people who grumbled against Jesus. Verse 41, it says, So the Jews grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? And it goes on. Verse 43, Jesus answered them, Do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except He who is from the Father, he has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes his eternal life, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Now, notice what Jesus attacks when they're grumbling. And by the way, what is the content of their grumbling? It is disbelief. It's questioning what he has said. And what is the opposite of grumbling? Verse 47, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. So when Jesus comes back at them, it's for unbelief. That's the content of grumbling. It really makes you think about what you're actually doing when you grumble against the Lord about anything. Now, I know in these contexts, there's a sort of very specific, deeply sinful kind of thing that's going on. I don't think uh, every kind of grumbling that we have on our grumpy, bad days uh, would, would fit this same sort of definition of grumbling. Nonetheless... Uh, It's of the same brand of sin because what we're saying is we're not content with what the Lord has given us. And that that brings us to the next word that Jude uses. He says they're grumblers. These are grumblers, malcontents. Rogers defines the word this way. The word indicates one who complained against God, the God who has appointed each man his fate. And so we're talking about grumbling uh, and and lacking contentment and not really uh, pursuing God as the source of our contentment, not really worshiping for him from the core of our being as the one who is of the greatest value to us. There's a, there's a real rebellious, faithless, idolatrous uh, core to that sin. And here's where I would take you as sort of the opposite of that. And this really is at the heart of Christian faith. A a while ago, I took a shot at defining thankfulness, particularly as it's used in Colossians 3, 15 through 17. It it occurred to me that by my definition, thankfulness in that passage could be seen as a necessary part of uh, the antidote to to both of these sins that we're talking about here. Uh, Here's my definition of thankfulness. Thankfulness is an inner sense of being blessed that leads to feelings and expressions of gratitude. So it's an inner sense of being blessed, that one believes that they are blessed in Christ, by definition blessed, and that that leads to feelings and expressions of gratitude. So you may not feel very thankful. You may feel grumbly and discontent. 
But when we fill our hearts with the gospel, that malcontent attitude in us gets replaced with thankfulness. In Colossians 3, 14 through 17, listen to this. Don't, don't tune this out because it's the Bible and you've heard it before. Listen to where the word thankfulness pops up in each one of these three powerful verses. It's, it's verse 15 through 17. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you are called in one body and be thankful. Verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. For show links and notes for my Sunday Sermon podcast and for the big show, A Frank Discussion with Jan Jacobs, go to fastbibleteacher.com.